Welcome everyone to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast, the podcast focused on leadership. The episode will begin shortly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome, everyone. So happy you've tuned in to the Dr. John Bedker Leadership Podcast. It's now January 2024. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season. And this is our first podcast of 2024. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. We finished last year with kind of a a year in review talked about some of the key episodes, important episodes of this podcast, talked about sort of what it meant and the meaning that it had for us in our leadership journeys. Well, since it's the first podcast of 2024, we're going to flip that coin and look ahead. We're going to look at 2024. We're going to do so again, as always, from a leadership perspective. I'm going to read from a piece from The Economist. It's actually done by Tom Standage, who's the editor of The World Ahead 2024. Again, this is in the lead issue this year of The Economist. It's the lead story from this first issue of the year. And I'm going to read from it and give you some of my thoughts and insights as we go through it. Okay, let's begin. The World Ahead 2024 from the editor, Tom Standage of The Economist. Life comes at you fast. Whether it's the upsurge in armed conflict, the redrawing of the global energy resources map, or rapid progress in artificial intelligence, the world is changing at a mind-boggling speed. From a situation in the Middle East, to the adaption of electric vehicles, to the treatment of obesity, things look very different from the way they did just a year or two ago. We're going to talk here, folks, about a top 10 list that Tom Standage wrote for this piece uh, in The Economist. Um, But think about it in the context of leadership as I go through this. We're living in a turbulent world, a world where leadership and leaders could not be more important. Okay, let's begin. Item number one, Standage calls Voterama. Elections all over the world for more voters than ever before will put a spotlight on the global state of democracy. There will be more than 70 elections in 2024 in countries that are home to around 4.2 billion people. For the first time, more than half of the global population will be voting in an election in their country in 2024. But while there is more voting than ever, there is not necessarily more democracy. Many elections will be neither fair nor free. Well, as I've spoken about many times, 
we need to get out and we need to vote. That is a leadership responsibility. And as I've argued, it should be a leadership accountability. We need our voice to be heard. We need to do whatever we can to speak up and to speak out. So this vote-arama, with so many elections all over the world, more than ever before, touching some 4.2 billion people, this is a huge consideration for 2024. Number two, America's global choice. Voters and the courts will give their verdicts on Donald Trump, who has a one in three chance of regaining the presidency. The result may come down to a few tens of thousands of voters in a handful of swing states, but the consequences will be global affecting everything from climate policy to military support in Ukraine. Indeed, election rigging in Russia may mean Vladimir Putin's fate depends more on American voters than Russian ones. So we've got this saying in the United States that all politics is local. And of course, from a leadership point of view, I think it's important to vote for each of us to get out and vote because we tend to think of our vote as having a consequence locally, and it often does. So let's not discount that, but let's also be keenly aware as leaders that how we vote and who we elect may have a significant consequence to the world we're living in. Number three, Standage calls, step up Europe. Accordingly, Europe must step up and provide Ukraine with the military and economic backing needed for a long fight. While laying out a path towards eventual EU membership, this is the right thing to do, as well as ensuring against the risk that Mr. Trump regains power and withdraws support. So, what Standage is saying is the very core of what this podcast is about, leadership. And ultimately, as I've said so many times, leadership is ultimately about doing the right thing. And here in this item, Standage literally uses that language, saying that the European Union membership, the EU membership for Ukraine, is the right thing. Why? Because we have may, may have a leader in the West, Donald Trump, who, if elected, may reframe, may reorganize this world in such a way that may ultimately withdraw support from Ukraine. Number four, Middle East turmoil. 
Hamas's attack on Israel and Israel's retaliation against Gaza have upended the region and scotched the idea that the world could continue to ignore the Palestinians' plight. Will it become a wider regional conflict or offer a new chance for peace? For America, the overstretched superpower, think about that description here by the editor of The Economist of the United States, America, the overstretched superpower. This is also a test of whether it can adapt to a more complex and threatening world. So as I said at the beginning, we are living in this very challenging leadership time. Can we have that leadership core competency adaptation that is so essential to deal with this more complex and threatening world? Well, Standage says that is one of those key themes in 2024. Number five, multipolar disorder. America's plan to pivot to Asia and a focus more on its rivalry with a rising China has been detailed and derailed by war in Ukraine and now Gaza. Russia, too, is distracted and losing influence. Frozen conflicts are thawing and local cold wars are heating up around the world. Instability in the Sahel is rising. The world is preparing for more conflict now that America's unipolar moment has ended. So we've talked about this, doing more than one thing at once. We may be overstretched, as the Economist editor is indicating. How could we deal with Israel? How could we deal with Ukraine and China and the implications there in the Indo-Pacific? As he says, our unipolar moment has ended. So critical for leaders to think globally now in 2024. Number six, a second Cold War. As China's growth has slowed, tensions rise over Taiwan, and America continues to limit Chinese access to advanced technology, technologies. The new Cold War rhetoric has hardened. But Western companies trying to reduce their supply chain's dependency on China will find it much easier said than done. Meanwhile, both camps will woo the middle powers of the global south, not the least of which for their green resources. So again, this leadership challenge in 2024 is going to be multivariant. While China might be the focus, so many other countries will be variables and important variables as we try to manage the calculus that is world order. These middle powers Standage talks about who have green resources may become important voices, actors 
in this particular item, a second Cold War. Number seven, new energy geography. The clean energy transition is minting new green superpowers and redrawing energy resources map. Lithium, copper, nickel matter much more, while oil and gas and the regions that dominate their supply matter less. Competition for green resources is reshaping geopolitics and trade and creating some unexpected winners and losers. Meanwhile, what Standage calls a uh, green lash is underway among voters who regard climate-friendly policies as an elite conspiracy against ordinary people. So we're going to have to come to terms with that, at least somewhat, maybe a lot in 2024. Do we believe that climate change could be now just a preamble to our extinction? Will the temperature become too high? The air not clean enough to survive? The water not pure enough to drink? And on and on. Do we believe these things? Do we believe the science? The people telling us that we are at an inflection point? Or, as Standage mentions, are these just policies from an elite who are really conspiring against ordinary people? We're going to need to come to terms with that. A very real leadership challenge. Number eight, economic uncertainty. Western economies did better than expected in 2023, but are not out of the woods yet, and interest rates staying higher for longer will be painful for companies and consumers alike, even if recessions are avoided. So, Standage is saying keep an eye on the banks and their exposure to commercial property where things could go bad. He then closes this one with China may fall into deflation. Wow. Okay. Important consideration. Number nine. AI gets real. Businesses are adopting it. Regulators are regulating it, and techies continue to improve it. Debate will intensify over the best regulatory approach and whether arguments over existential risk are a decoy that benefits incumbents. Unexpected uses and abuses will keep popping up. Worries abound about AI's effect on jobs and potential for election meddling. Its biggest actual impact, Standage says, faster coding. Think about that. Could affect every single part of our lives. Our personal lives, our family lives, certainly our work lives. This issue of artificial 
intelligence, AI, is something for leaders to really be informed about to the best of their ability in 2024. And the final item, item 10, uniting the world. Perhaps ideological differences will be put aside as the world enjoys the Paris Olympics, astronauts, maybe, looping around the moon, and the men's T20 cricket World Cup. I find some humor there. In the United States, of course, we're, we're not cricketers. We're not people who really understand that world. But it's a huge component in our global world. But, Standage says, it's just as likely that those hoping for some global unity will be stumped. This is where action, events, activities, things that leaders are challenged to do each and every day, to seek a better world, to be better servants for those that they lead. There are so many challenges. This is one of those, in a sense, 30,000 foot looks ahead for 2024. But I think it's important on our leadership journeys to have that macro view as well as that micro view we deal with each and every day. So just a quick review here. The world ahead for 2024. One, a voterama. People voting all over the world in huge numbers, bigger than ever before. 4.2 billion people in more than 70 elections in 2024. America's global choice. Well, we're going to have to figure that out in the United States. Who we vote for matters, and we must vote. Get out and vote. I've said that over and over again. It is a huge and important event for each of us to participate. Step up Europe. Challenging Europe, certainly regarding Ukraine and its EU membership. Why? Because the United States may not be there in a way that it has in 2023. Particularly the election of Donald Trump. If he regains power, he may withdraw support not only from Ukraine, but NATO and Europe and other places around the world as well. Number four, the Middle East turmoil. Talked about that, implications there, huge and significant. Can we adapt in the United States to a more complex world where we have to be multivariant? We have to have Leadership, leaders, keenly aware, knowledgeable, exercising judgment and decision-making, striving to do that right thing in multiple places around the world. The multipolar disorder, you know, we spoke about that. Number six, the second Cold War. Yeah, China. But the implication is not just China. It is so many other countries around the world, what Standage calls these middle powers of the global south, oftentimes for their resources. The new energy geography, 
talking specifically about lithium, copper, and nickel, how they matter so much more than oil and gas and the regions that supply them. So we're going to have to think about that. He mentions this new term, green lash, in his article, green lash. And we're going to have to figure out whether climate change, are we going to be on that side as leaders? Are we going to be considering this a absolute necessity as we develop our leadership decisions? Or are we going to say, as he suggests, this could be an elite conspiracy against ordinary people? Well, this is going to be an important role for leaders. And I certainly hope they are guided by science. All right, number eight, economic uncertainty. Always hugely important for leaders, but we're going to have to figure out how this world economy is going to fit together in 2024. Whether these higher interest rates that the world has experienced in 2023 will stay around for longer and what that means to many sectors. Standage highlights commercial property and the fact that China may fall into deflation Artificial intelligence right in our face, and we're going to have to, as leaders, really become aware of what that means in our lives, in our businesses, in so many ways. And 10, uniting the world. Always a goal. Always a goal for leaders. And I'm so glad that Standage mentions it, but as he says, it could be really, really tough in our polarized world, which is really the case for leadership. Why it's so important, so important in a chaotic world, so important in our turbulent times. We need leaders to stand up and do the right thing. So a little bit of a quick top 10 list, kind of global, kind of macro, but I think important as we think about the world ahead in 2024. So welcome, everyone. Again, thank you for tuning in. First episode of the year. I really look forward to this year and speaking with you on so many topics. Take care, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell your friends and, of course, please follow our podcast and subscribe. Thank you again for tuning in.